With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 642 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined by a triumvirate, a slightly different trio. We've got Kyle Brackey, Ben Funky Askren, and our high school ranker, David Dylan Duncan Bray. Where is Where's the, where's your man? Ollie? I got where's Ollie? Because so, you know Doge turns on a heater today. So he retire. He has a question about that. He he texted me. He has a question that he wants us to ask. Uh, we want to get to it now. Since we should get about? to it now. All right. So apparently Dogecoin's taken off again. Yeah, again. And he wants to know if he should sell. Absolutely. I I, I think I think the answer is yes. Okay. <laughs> he won't do it. No, he did say he did say last time. He's like, the next time I think it goes on the heater, I think I'm going to sell. <laughs> so, but he wanted me to ask that. He said he'd be listening. Okay. So yeah, he, Ollie, he, w- he had big plans. He's like, hey, uh, next week, you know, if you want me on, I'm going to be in New York. But if you want to call me in, that's totally cool. I'm like, yeah, man, obviously, we'd lo- love to have you on. And then I uh, hit him up. He's like, nah, how about Wednesday? So, you know, he's, he's, <laughs> he's back with his old, his uh, East Coast friends. And he forgot about us. But it's fine. You know, he's got Dogecoin. So, but Bray, hey, sitting back there, you gotta like, uh, you have to needle Ben a lot, and you have dude, to, hey, you have Ollie, to look for shoes on your phone during the show. Ollie has really, he's raised the bar at this back table. He's like, he's taking the back table by storm. He really has. Okay, hey guys, to start the show, I got, uh, I sent a little graphic to Tyler. Hey Tyler, can you pull that graphic up? Oh, you guys, can, can you guys read that one there? <laughs> okay, so oh. they beat. Oh wow, and. Uh, that's that's seventy points for the Mizzou Tigers. No other team has more than thirty points. Uh-huh. So you know, you guys always tell me I'm, I'm Tiger style biased, and I am. But they partied on dudes this weekend. No one was close. They just whooped them up. Well, it helps. Let's go when, Tiger style. It, it does one. Why can't see? Here's the thing, what Ben. Excuse, what here's excuse the thing, are you Ben. Make Christian Piles. It would have been great. I would have loved to organically just bring up how great. Missouri did, and what an awesome job they did. But when you pull up the team race thing, now I have to say it. 
Iowa and Penn what? State and the best teams did not send their, their full allotments. But now you're making me say that to say could, it. Who could Iowa have sent to this division that they didn't send? Because it was it was it was in Iowa. That's it was point. right there. Actually, you know what? Right Most there. of their guys probably miles. Are, are not junior eligible. Um I mean they said Penn State could have Penn State could have sent Starachi. They Penn State didn't send Kirkfleet. Oh, I, I thought Starachi was going. I know he didn't. I don't think Kirkfleet's still eligible, bro. That was like four years ago. He was on the team. Junior, he was. That was a cadet team. No, he made the junior team one year. He beat uh, Zach Elam. Remember? I still think. And, he's then, and, then, he, and then he got hurt, and he. Couldn't I do go. think he was cadet eligible when he did that, though, Ben. Mm. I could be wrong, uh, but you're right. He did story. beat. He did beat Elam. Yeah. Uh, so, no, I was gonna say um, they did have an amazing performance. I mean, Hawks. So. Since we're leading with uh, Tiger style, our guy Keegan, he balled out. He looks fantastic. In our defense, I think we consensusly picked going into the tournament two Mizzou guys to make the team, Keegan yeah. and Rocky. And then Ben. You definitely talked us into Hawks, Hawks doing great. Right, yeah. Well, he's good. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I t- the only person he lost to at the last at juniors last year was Parker, and Parker's hurt. So, um, yes. Yeah, that's why he didn't wrestle. Crap. Um, well, he got something to take care of. So, All right, uh, I mean, he'll be, mm. yeah, he'll be better quickly. Um, Edmund had a decent tournament. Um, you know, he won. Would take fifth or seventh? I don't. I don't recall. He was, don't he was in there somewhere. Um, but yeah, he, he had a pretty good tournament. Um, and then who's else? Snow certain didn't have a great tournament. And now no. you know. they actually had a heavyweight. I think heavyweight was just not all that great because they had a heavyweight that I'd never heard of. Uh, he took uh, a relatively high place also. Yeah, so well, let's talk about the guys that did good. Uh, Keegan, okay. I mean, 74 was a pretty tough weight. He beat, yes. man, he had a, he looked good against, Ramirez gave his, his toughest match, which was not, was, good match. was not all that competitive, but he did get a four, I think he got a four on him at some he point. He got a four off of a parterre. Uh, Rear standing. Yeah, that was how he lost Fargo too. Jeez, Keegan, come on, bro. Come on, come on, bro. But he had a violent four against. Did I pull that one? Um, Which one for Keegan? His four against Ramirez was insane. Oh yeah, that was awesome. He got a, like it was like swim high crotch left side. He comes up double leg and like sprints. And they protested it. That was the one they protested. I couldn't believe they challenged that. Who like, threw that brick? God's green earth are you throwing that brick for? It was Here, ridiculous. I'll find it. Um, he literally but, has it in a double, runs him, and does a flip, and, and they protested it. Yeah, I, that actually really surprised me. Um, I did that not was think. Weird. Yeah, it was a little weird. But he uh, he looked great there, and then 7 0 over Facundo, which was super impressive. All right, here we go. Go to um, Tyler, go to like 535 of this video when I send it to you. Buddy. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe they protested this. It, it was pretty silly. And at the at, at this point in time, I believe the match was very close, so the extra point matters. Yes, it, yeah, it was it was eight four it was four four, and then he hit that that made it eight four, then nine four, which is pretty much over. But he, then he did um fantastic against Facundo. Yeah. Seven Facundo I'm going to give Facuno some advice. I don't know. He seems like a nice kid. Yeah. He relies entirely too much on his splits position. I watched his Hamidi match also, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you, you need you need more things, more more weapons, especially because splits position. Although it's it's solid defensively, you don't generally score a lot of points off that. It's strictly for the defense. Um, so he, he needs to have more weapons to his arsenal. Which you know, I'm sure I'm sure Kale knows a weapon or two. So maybe that maybe that'll help him. But he's very very reliant on that position. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, all right, we're gonna have that four here. Go back a little bit right Ooh, there. Right good. There. That's good. Let's hit it. So watch this four from from Keegan. This is Tiger style hour, guys. Beautiful left side high crotch. He's in the middle of the mat, and then he Takes starts. Takes him here. Yay! Oh man, <laughs> I can't believe I like, got challenged. <laughs> I can't believe that got challenged. It is so ridiculous. I mean, he yeah. runs and he jump. He jumps. You see him jump. Yeah. And then, I don't know. Feet were clearly in balance. Yeah, bad challenge. Yeah, maybe they thought he stepped out and then went launch launch mode, but. <laughs> And you can't get it, and you couldn't get a defensive two because your back hits out first, right? If you're Ramirez, so if you're inbounds, there's a potential that that's four and two, um, because he gets rolled through, you know. Or he, but obviously he cargled himself, so you could argue that. But if you're out of bounds, you can't score once you hit out of bounds. So I, I don't really know what they were arguing. Yeah, um, yeah Keegan had a great weekend. Um, the, the 74 was man, that, that bracket was a lot of fun. We talked about the Hamidi. Um, Facundo. Uh, Facundo match that was in in the round of sixteen. Yeah. The one reason I love this so let me say I love this tournament. I think it might be my second favorite after NCAA's. Maybe it's, it's recency bias because it just happened. But I miss this tournament. I love the high school guys going against the college guys and Heck just yeah. just the, how that how that looks. And you're, you're seeing our yeah these guys gonna be able to cut it at the next level or whatever. Um. So yeah, round round, and then it's like Saldate. Like I didn't know Derek Fields was so damn good. He's freaking good. Um, wow. Yeah. So Ramirez killed Saldate, and Saldate lost to Derek Fields on the backside. This bracket was a blast. Hamidi Facundo was awesome. Yeah, it was a, it was a fun bracket. I love juniors too. I mean, it's a great proving ground for the high school guys, like you said. Um, and some of them, I mean, there there are a couple of real standouts. One for me. The OW was was Richie Figueroa. Apparently, who they... was the OW? Mendez. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I I mean I think Mendez looked awesome, obviously, but when you look at the gauntlet that Figueroa yeah. ran, it's just tougher. And the the way they I don't apparently there was not a lot of thought into separation or seating or whatever because to have Cadet World Champ Matt Ramos. <laughs> Richie Figueroa, Drake Ayala, and Cooper Flint all on the same side. When the top side, I'm not even sure, you know, Jesse Ibarra was up top and a couple other guys, but they really stacked the bottom half of the bracket. And Figueroa, they lined up perfectly for Figueroa to have to wrestle them all. And Every Cooper, one of them. And all Kozak them. tweeted he beat the second through fifth placers in that tournament, which is, wow. which is yeah, insane. Maybe on top, like, I mean, if we're talking separation criteria – you know, Zeke Escalera was a Fargo finalist, so mm-hmm. maybe he counts for some separation criteria. Jeremiah Reno, obviously, has had uh, – he's maybe won Fargo, right? Maybe. maybe. No? Uh, um, I don't know. I know he's made, like – Some finals. Cadet World Team finals and stuff. Man. Yeah, but on, so on, on that bottom side, yeah, you had Cooper Flynn, Noah Certain, round of 32. Uh, Tro- Troy Spratley and Kale Hughes, round of 32. Uh, Andre Gonzalez and Jed Strickenberg around. I mean, like these are legit 
Colton Camacho Drake Al, which was a wild match round of thirty two. Like this, it was a crazy early matches. Yeah, no doubt. This was a really deep weight class, um, and that was without you know Greg D didn't didn't end up wrestling. Oh yeah, why didn't he wrestle? I don't know. But he was registered, didn't didn't come. I think that was oh, all. And, of course, the other big pullout, um, not at that weight, but at 61, was Nick Buzakis, who Man. made the Greco team. And we kind of, we had kind of hyped that match all week long, you know, because it would have been late. for the pound-for-pound pound number one spot. But then Nick didn't end up wrestling freestyle, so that was unfortunate because Jesse Mendez looked ridiculous. I thought he looked fantastic. I mean, his win over Dom Serrano, and I had, um, I had that one marked, Tyler, if we wanted to pull it up. He had a couple of exchanges in here that were just so impressive to me. Um, he has a beautiful four. And I think what stood out to me, and Ben and I were texting about this before, but, like, I always knew he was a really good just wrestler. Like, he had the skills. But what stood out to me this weekend was the physicality, the speed, the overall athleticism that I think can really launch him into the next strat of not just a, a – a, you know, a really, really good wrestler, but someone that's going to contend for national titles maybe really soon into their college career. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, really soon. Yeah. He's, he's fantastic. Brings it up to the feet now. Yeah. We could probably cut, yeah, kill the audio there. But this four was so impressive to me how he came up and just skied. Yeah, awesome. I mean, Dom Serrano is really good. This is, yep. I really liked him coming out of high school. We'll see what he does at Nebraska, but I, I liked him. But his head and chest double was my absolute favorite that thing that he hit. I mean, I I don't know if I'd ever seen that um, from Mendez. I'm sure he's hit it before. I, yeah, and I think his fluidity on his other leg attacks is improving greatly also. Yes, yes. And that's what I, you like to see. I mean, um, the diversity of his attacks. He's got a lot of that, and boom. That, is that just, one right there. That's like, you know. Rose, Good stuff, Ferrari. Like, hey, who's who, who's got the inside uh, scoop on on him, college wise? I don't know. He his his plan uh, is to his plan for a while has been make his junior world team and put off making a final decision until after he takes all his visits. Which I know he's got one lined up for June, but then after after that, I think it's going to be fall. So we've got some time to wait and see on on Mendez. Um, Dude, he's, I mean, he's a must get, right? You gotta yeah. get this guy. Yeah, you should I go think. to Mizzou. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like he, uh, he freaking loves it too. Um, yeah. He's got, he seems like the full, the complete package as a recruit. And um, where is he on the big big board for his class? One or two? I. So he's high. He hasn't been, he hasn't been that high yet, but he he'll be higher when it gets adjusted. One and two were um, Buzakis and Crookham, but he, he's gonna move up. It's. The other thing I love about about him as a prospect is like he you can tell he focuses on wrestling and wrestling development above just trying to win matches. Like he competes at 138 all the time when clearly, you know, he can make 61 kilos and it's not a big problem. Um, even in the fall in November when we had junior nationals before he wrestled at what was it 57 plus I don't know if it's plus 2 yeah. or plus yeah. 3 kilos. So plus it was, it was, it was either 59 or 60. Yeah, so so 59. He can make much lower weight classes than he than where he competes, I, that to me is like a good sign that he's not he's not burning himself out, cutting a ton of weight. Um, he's super focused on development, and and uh, there's just so many positive signs for him as a recruit. I think he's, yeah, he's gonna be one of the best. Yeah, it feels like um, 
Ohio State's definitely in the mix. Iowa, mm-hmm. I believe, in the mix there. For Purdue's him. pushing really hard. Purdue. Um, I'm sure Indiana's going to try. Um, they've had a hard time locking in the blue chips in the state. Although yeah. getting a guy like DJ Washington on a junior world team is certainly good nice. Good uh, recruiting momentum for them to say, hey, you can come here and, and really win. Um, so, yeah, Jesse Mendez, is gonna, he's going to be one of the most talked about recruits over the next six months or so before he he commits and he's a he's i don't know i don't throw around game changer a lot but man he's he's gonna help a team wherever wherever he wants yeah um so uh, ramos kind of got i started back to 57 i don't know what order we're going in right now no order Uh, no order okay i'm gonna go back to 57 for a second because i like some order matt ramos he kind of got his ass kicked by Richie Figueroa. Like, it wasn't really all that competitive. Yes. But then his backside run, I mean, he came back and got it done um, with 10-3 over. You know, so, obviously, he had to win a bunch of matches previous because he was lost around 16, but then finished out with a 10-3 win over Drake Ayala and then a win over Cooper Flynn, 9-4. Um, so, r- really, besides the Figueroa match, a really good tournament for him, too. Yeah. I mean, he uh, he did a great job. That was a um, a tough bracket, and I, I I was surprised to see him get beat that soundly. But I think there's just an overall. I think Figueroa presents a lot of problems for guys with his speed and athleticism, and how he's able to generate. Mm-hmm. You don't really know which way he's coming. He's just he's so diverse in his offense, and I think Ramos couldn't get him into the positions where he's he's super comfortable. But Figueroa is interesting because. I'm curious how they, how Arizona State, how, how and when they use him, right? Because this is a guy who could probably come in and contend for All American honors as a true freshman. But you've got the returning national fi- finalist and one twenty five, and you have All American thirty three, and you have an All American thirty three. But uh, I think McGee, this will be McGee's last year, right? So he could, they could redshirt Figs, and then. Um, Bumpy. I know Courtney grew, and that the twenty-five cut wasn't super easy for him because I don't think Courtney will be a senior next year. I think he would still have. McGee one. could have two more years. Really? Dang! Oh, Log man. jam. Log jam, but maybe yeah. Some guys can move up. Who knows? Maybe they grow. Um, and they also have Parco coming in for his. He's forty-nine though, right? Right, but he went. He wrestled forty-one last year as well. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he did. He was forty-one hey. up until like a week before pack or before uh, Big Twelves, right? Yeah. Yes. Dang. Um, hey, so okay, kind of the side side topic. Um, this, but this kid impressed me. The kid uh, Troy Spratley. Mm-hmm. So he, his losses were to Cooper Flynn and Matt Ramos, but he beat Jesse Yavar and Kale Hughes. Uh, so I kind of looked him up and checked him out. And then he's from this Texas Pride Wrestling Club, and they had another good kid at sixty-five who I was kind of impressed with. Uh, who's this club? Where are they at? Dude, I don't, I don't know. Well, he's, he's not Texas Pride. He's, I mean, he's oh, not, he's, he wrestles in Oklahoma, yeah. I have well, no idea why his club's called Texas Pride. He <laughs> he, he, he moved to the Dallas area um, recently. I think it had to do with his with his dad's work. But, uh, okay. But he – so, yeah, they're in Plano. He's in, He went to Plano West High School this year. My guess is this is a, a handful of good kids in the area that kind of have formed a club. But I don't know – I don't know much about the club itself. Wait, um, so you found more info because tro- last time I talked, you thought he was in Oklahoma too. Yeah, we t- I talked to him Me? a few months ago, and he, uh, oh, he moved no, his family Bray. to Texas. I just Googled him. Um, we literally Googled just talked him. about this last week, Bray. 
And you were like, no. I don't know. No, no. Wait, so Troy Sprelly's from week. Oklahoma? He is. He's like from New York, right, Bray? Yes, but he lived in Oklahoma. He was at he, he was, was at, at Collinsville, right? Collinsville for a little while. Um, but no, he's. I don't know who you talked to, Bracky, but it wasn't me because he he's been in Texas um, this year. Yeah, you wrestled <laughs> the state tournament. I don't know if he wrestled the state tournament. He we were we were talking with him about about competing a while back. This is when we found out that uh, that he's he's been at Plano West High School. Okay. He's going to Minnesota. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's not Minnesota's going to have a log jam because McKee ain't graduating. Then they got Matt Ramos and now Troy Spratley. What are they even going to do? Well, Ramos, I mean, I just don't think he's going to – I don't know when he's going to start. I feel like like the majority of Ramos' results that are notable and got him ranked were all freestyle. Yeah. I feel like he's um, – Portal him. Portal. He could could be a portal power candidate. You never know. It's not going to be easy to start there, especially as good as he's looked. But um, Figueroa – so we haven't discussed the fact that Figueroa and Ayala wrestled again, and um, it was 7-4. It was was a good match, but really it was kind of the match I thought we'd see at who's number one with Drake getting some, but – I uh, Figueroa just having a little more offense, a couple more ways to score. Overall, yeah. a little slicker, and uh, he ends up getting it done. Um, what were your thoughts on, on the on the rematch there, Ben? Yeah, I, I mean, kind of the same thing as you, and that's kind of what I would predict the first time he got. I think was it three takedowns maybe in the in the first period or something, got to a big lead, and then um, the, I think the majority of Ayala's uh, points came kind of towards the way way end of the match. Yes. Um, where he kind of conceded. So, yeah, I mean, for Rishi Figueroa, I just, I mean, I literally said this last week, like, what's up with him? This man just lost to Brett Unger. Unger Yeah, he lost to Unger. Uh, You know, he's not the guy that he was, and then he comes in and he totally redeems himself. (laughs) Yeah, it it is surprising to see it turn around that quickly for him. Seriously. um, From from an Unger loss. Be one thing, it's like, yeah, Super 30, or who's number one? That was a while ago. Right, yeah. and he said that he was. Uh, I think he said the JD, or maybe said in an interview, he was like injured, and um, now he's healthy. But you know, was he injured at Pittsburgh Wrestling Classic in March as well, or that was, yeah, that was only like three weeks ago, maybe not long ago. It wasn't long. No, it was uh, after. Um, what it was, was it? Olympic trials? It was the same week as the Olympic trials. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like okay, four four weekends ago. A month. Yeah. 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 So I don't know, but uh, regardless, he looked he looked really really good. Um, other notable junior results, our our guy at fifty seven. Are we going to sixty one? Oh, I was just skipping around. Um, we can go, okay, wherever. go go wherever go wherever you want. Well, I want to talk about our guy Wyatt uh, Hendrickson. <laughs> so he's a beast. He's a beast. Uh, I mean, I love this kid. I mean, he is uh, he's going to be a fun one to watch over the next couple of years. But, th- I mean, I can't believe he won that second match. I mean, it's 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 bananas. I don't like – I feel like the freestyle refs – listen, this is uh, this is on the wrestlers. wrestlers you got to be ready, bro. Freestyle le- refs allow rolling starts. That was oh, yeah. absolutely oh, a rolling start. It's bull crap. I don't like it at all, but the freestyle refs allow it. Guys got to be ready for it. Jeez you Louise. Got, you got to be ready. So let's show the rolling start. Um Go yeah, we can go uh yeah, play it from here is fine. So it's eight six in favor of Heinzelman. 
These guys, they just wrestle all the time because I'm pretty sure they hit the big 12s as well. Um, so they stop them. There's, there's only eight, what, eight seconds left, seven seconds quick, left right now? And quick restart there on that front headlock. And boom, not oh, ready. Oh, that's such a rolling start. He Go timed back. it perfectly. Go back. That's my man right there. Yeah. Dog, you can't do that. The ref no, Watch how quick the they stalemate this. The ref let oh. him do Watch it. This. You can do it. Watch this. You Watch can't this do it. <clears throat> One, You're not supposed to be able to do that. These two. They oh, yeah, still made that Hold position. On. Hold on. That, yeah, that annoys me, Christian. You yell at him, and then I'm going to yell at him afterwards. Pause Listen. it. Pause it, Tyler. Oh, pause wait, it. Wait, Tyler. He, Rewind. he totally blew, blew the whistle before. He, Everyone, let's go Go back. Watch this stalemate. Uh, this, call. Yeah, Nothing this was happening. Crap. Boom. Freeze. One. Freeze. Right there. Nothing's happening there. Ten seconds. They're literally frozen. <laughs> play it. Play it. Play it. I don't know why you're saying freeze. Stop. They blew it up. Okay, now freeze it. Now freeze it. Now hold on, hold on. Is this a rolling start? Because I think I see the official's hand go up before. Hold the on, rest pause, of pause it, pause it, pause it. Okay, listen. We need to talk about this. The, the the point Christian brought up first. That's crap. You can't call situational stalemates. Or I see a guy get on a leg who's with. Hey, damn! Stop the damn video. Ah, <laughs> That's also not I a rolling guys, start. Now that I watch I, it again, no, I, not even close. I see. Hold on. We'll talk. I want to talk about that. I got to talk about something else first that Christian brought up. Will someone stop the video? Tyler, for God's sakes, it's distracting. <laughs> okay, Christian, you are so right. You are so right. The the situational, insanely fast stalemates at the end of a match are so incredibly annoying. Like, or it, it can be that one where they're in for headlock, or if a guy shoots a single leg and they're winning and there's only like 15 seconds left, they'll stop it in like one second. And you're like, Wait, wait, why did it get stopped? He just shot a single leg. This is ridiculous. Like, the situational stalemates, they, they make me crazy. Call wrestling like it's supposed to be called. And if a guy gets in on a single leg, a guy gets in on a single leg. No, I'm not asking you to give him 45 seconds, but give him seven or something. Yeah, and this, that's short offense. There's a lot of options for yes. for Heinzelman to work from there. Um, you can snap, get an angle. Or everyone knows the options there. You we can't just stop it. You can't just stop it immediately because – you know there's short time, and I don't know what you're actually trying to accomplish there by stopping it. But the the bottom line is, it if feels like you're trying to change the outcome of the match. You're trying to give the other guy, uh, you know, an opportunity to win, which is that's not what should happen. I mean, it's he like, stopped it immediately. Immediately, Hendrickson basically never stopped wrestling out of that position. Okay, Tyler, pause it real quick. Pause it right here. Hold on. Pause it right here. This is where. Okay, wait, can we can we finish Christian and I's discussion? I you, thought you were Ray, done. I thought you were done. Ray and Brett, you're trying to cut us off, Christian. I don't understand. They're they're, the, they're, the, they're in the officials' pocket. No, you guys are filibustering. No, they don't get we it. We get it. No, we get it. We, we have you guys. Okay. You guys have beaten the horse to death. No. No, we have not. No, we have not. There's it not even so crows circling. <laughs> It has happened so many times again. Like if that were if that were with two minutes left in the period, they would have let them wrestle for fifteen right. seconds there yep. before it stopped. Yes, it. you're right. Totally. It, it happens you're a right. lot. All right. Okay, referees, get it together. We, okay, we right. changed so Bracky's mind. Uh, no, you didn't change my mind. Hold on, Bracky. Onto this. Listen, it's the referee's job to bring the athletes to the center and say, "Let's wrestle." Don't freaking stand twenty-seven feet away and look how far these guys are. Apart. I understand like, that, but at the same time, Heinzelman heard like. Hendrickson, this isn't a rolling start. Hendrickson is standing straight up when he blows this whistle, and he just goes after Heinzelman, and Heinzelman's not ready. Be ready. Get your hands down. Get in a stance. The referee's got to bring the athletes to the center. Okay, but he didn't, so he blew the whistle, so get ready. But roll it, Tyler. 
Look, he, he, he literally walked towards him. That's not yeah. a rolling no, start. He rolling start no, he's not. Walking. He never stopped. He never even stopped. Hey, guess what? They're both rolling. How about that? Yeah. Heinzelman's rolling, but too. he blew the whistle, Hendrickson's not even moving his feet. He's standing straight up. Wow. No, he's what? literally walking. They're no, both he's walking. not. He's stopped. They're both walking. He never stopped walking. No, he up. literally did stop walking, and he's standing no, he straight it. up. No, he didn't. Rewind it. He did not stop what are you, walking. Ben, Watch what are you it. talking about? Well, who are you saying stopped? He, he walked. Okay, hold on, hold on. We're going forward now. We Don't worry, the stalemate doesn't take long. Two seconds, stalemate. <laughs> oh, stalemate, that's one second. Okay, now watch. He he walks backwards and he walks forward. He doesn't no, stop. No, he stops he right stop. there. No, he does not he never stop. He never stops. He goes backwards and forward. He's going straight up. Forward. For a second. He's Kyle, going he straight up. Stop. He, he stop, Kyle. A rolling start is the guard walking walks, back to the middle, and he just doesn't he even just go. But you oh, know what? God. But hold on. Let's watch oh. the official's right hand. Go yes. back one more time. He, yes. No, the official does this. He's going backwards. Yes. Watch his right hand. He's going backwards, backwards. Then he blows it. That's not a rolling start. No, it's not. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> But he's Heisman moving just, the whole time. Bring the athletes to the center and say, let's wrestle. Don't Heisman has to be ready, but they allow chaos. Ben, you see that all the time in freestyle. They don't bring the athletes right, together. As soon Let as me, they get to the middle, they just blow it. One thing. One thing I want to say. I This is a different kind of rolling start because Hendrickson was not going forward until the whistle blew. Thank you. He was going yes. backwards. He was, he was yes. moving, though. So that's yes. no advantage to him. So he was a reverse rolling start? <laughs> He's rolling backwards? <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about, Ben? Thank you. This is very easy. Bring the athletes to the center. Put your effing foots on the line. And then I'm going to blow but my foot on the line. That's not how they do freestyle. That's not how they do freestyle. Get in the circle. Get, in, get somewhere. Like, let's have something that's systemized. Don't just say, oh, Blow my whistle. These guys are freaking everywhere. All right, rules guy. Rules guy. You know, technically, both their feet should be on the line before upon starting the whistle. I, I don't Thank think you. Hendrickson. I don't think Hendrickson benefited though from the from the rolling start. He just benefited from Heinzelman letting his guard down as the rolling blackout. As the rolling blackout. <laughs> <laughs> <Heinzelman's> <laughs> part. It was a rolling blackout. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Okay, hold on. Wait, can I say one more thing about the referees? And I actually thought the refereeing wasn't – it was not generally bad this weekend. Um, but you guys brought this up. The other one that annoys the shit out of me is when there's like eight seconds left and it's a four-point difference. Kyle's up 8-4 over Christian, and Kyle starts circling, and the referee goes, attention. It's like, bro, you can only give him a point. He's up by four. <laughs> Let the guy circle if he wants to. Like, shut up. Stop interjecting yourself. Yeah. Um, I think that I think when they don't have any other mechanism to, or they can't put them on the clock or anything, so they they go attention in those. Uh, it's ten seconds. There's four points. Come on. I feel uh, maybe it was one did, point. I Jason, can see it. Jason Bryant said you're having flashbacks to Patrick Bond's rolling start that beat Max oh, and that Fargo. Was, oh, did someone have video of that? That was bullcrap. <laughs> Max should have won do. Fargo, and Patrick Bond effing rolling started, and the referee wouldn't call it. I had to lose my damn mind. Shout that out Great Bridge. Patrick Four. Bond was a beast. How does Jason Bryant remember that? We have a match of theirs, looks like, from CKLV. Let's see if no, it's on. Max, beat him every, Max never lost to him. JB remembers that because Bond's from, uh, you know, oh, it's, Tidewater yeah, area, Virginia. Hampton Roads, baby. Back when uh, Great Bridge was. Great Bridge. Fresh Corns and Staley. Michael Martin. Yes, Coach Michael Martin. Martin. He's back. 
Coach no, Martin? No, 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 the kid, the kid Martin. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I can't find it on YouTube, unfortunately. It's, it's definitely not on YouTube. And that was that was 2000, I think 2004. Yeah, I think so. I was, because I was scouring the internet for Patrick Bond wrestling videos, and they were very, the only <laughs> ones I could ever, only one I could ever find was like some little compilation video that the Great Bridge Wrestling website had. And when you went to the website, I remember they played the boys are back in town. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very vivid memory. Uh, but yes, uh, roll, no rolling starts. But that was not a rolling start. It was a reverse rolling. Uh, okay. Heinzelman was the one that was rolling during the start. Yeah, he was rolling. Like, he was idling, more? I'd say. <laughs> can I say one more thing that annoys me with the, the refereeing before? And this is this is not even the referees. I, like I said, I think the referees did a good job. This is more the, the the freestyle rules which they are told to call. It happened. It was like three matches in a row that I was watching. The top guy gets a gut wrench. He drives. The bottom guy, if it's too much, they got to alleviate the pressure by moving forward. It's it's literally at that point in time when there's that much pressure, it's kind of the only defense. Mm-hmm. And they go out of bounds because the top guy keeps driving. And they go caution and points, and you're back down. That's so dumb. That's incredibly dumb. It is. Yeah, that's a tough one because, like, um, the correct defense is to crawl forward. and Yeah, it's the only to, defense at that point in time. Yeah, but so part of me doesn't hate it because it's like to get a restart, you should have to – you know, defend not getting turned, right? And if you get turned once or whatever, I don't know. But it's I'm, it's kind of, but that's also kind of it's kind of the. So let's let's take it from the other side. Say we're we're perpendicular to the edge, right? And I either have leg lays or gut wrench, and I let you gut me out of bounds. We're stopped. We're back up on our feet, and just because I gave up the two points, then I'm I'm not. You know, I get to go back up on my feet, like. The same, the same thing happened. Just in one case, I was able to defend, and the other case, you turned me. But it's the exact same thing happening: is that the top guy is controlling the action and moving the action where he wants it to move, and therefore he goes out of bounds. Yeah, you can tell when it's when it's blatant when they're really. If it, just... Yeah, if it's blatant, I'm good with that. But it's tough to write blatant into the rule book, right? Well, it's it's really easy to see when the you know when the top guy. Uh, when there's not pressure and he moves himself or he dives somewhere and he's a leg lace, you know there's no control of his torso. It's one thing, right? But when you see the, the top guys got that tight gut locked and they're just driving their feet and they're really digging their feet, you got to go forward. You got to go forward or you're getting turned. And so you're telling me, you're telling me one way or the other, you're giving up points. I don't like that because in the one way, uh, I get rolled, I give up turn points. In the other way, I go out of bounds and I give up points because of a caution. I don't really like those options. Those are crap options. And at that point in time, that I've gotten that far, there's no other options. Yeah, um, it's funny. Like jujitsu has the same thing, where it's like if you're in a if you're in a heel hook or something, you just start rolling out of bounds. Like you don't get DQ'd because that's the only defense for like that certain move. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but yeah. that's not that's not what we're seeing in in freestyle all the time. The, although I don't like the idea of getting out of bounds being rewarded. Like that's kind of against one of the core tenets of this show. 
So, but again, you you have to you have to allow people to do proper defense. If it's yeah. proper defense, then okay, whatever. Yeah, you're right. As a rules guy, Ben, that's I I get your perspective. <laughs> uh, hey, let's talk about wrestling because there's there's no way we're getting everything. Can we go to 61 kg? Because I had a lot of fun in that weight class. Also, let's go. Ben entered 61. He had a lot of fun. Uh, uh, what did you have most I fun? If, listen, if I would have wrestled 61, I would have had a lot of fun. But I'm just gonna go again to the point of. This, these fields are so deep. It's insane. We had Julian Klebov, uh, Colin Schriever, round round of 32. Um, there's one other really good round of 32 match that I saw. Who was it? Um, oh, this is bad radio. I don't remember who it was. Anyways. Oh, I know it was it was not round one. It was the, it was the two C Jake. Uh, I don't even say this guy's name. He's from Minnesota. He's really good. And Timmy Levine from he was from California. Uh, that was a really fun round round one match. Um, so man, this bracket was deep and it started early and man, Mendez kind of worked his way through the field though. So I was like, you guys very impressed with him. Yeah. He was really impressive. You know, his toughest match was, uh, was the Klebov one. Yeah. Which is, it's interesting. That was the see. best I've seen Klebov look in a while. Yeah. Good for him. Um, cause I, you know, we're all kind of curious. And then Vasquez, how did his tournament finish up? Well, him, him and Klebov, I looked, know they dipped after they lost. Oh, they just left. Yeah, they yeah. they defaulted. There were there was a lot of that second morning started. Was it the round of twelve or the round of sixteen on the backside? There's a lot of forfeits. Right, people not wanting to make weight again. Um, the match I was thinking of was not in the round of thirty two. It was in the it was in the round of sixteen, and that was uh, Carter Young Reese Whitcraft. Who I thought Carter Young. I was telling you, I thought he went to Oklahoma State or he was going to Oklahoma State. But you told me he's going to Northwestern. Man, I was really impressed by him. He tech-fault Reese Whitcraft, then Jesse Vasquez, and then uh, Ben Alanis to make the finals against uh, Jesse Mendez. I was like, I did not think he was that good. Yeah, I would not have expected that kind of a run from, from him. He's going to Northwestern. Uh, ben Alanis keeps his name in the in the radar. He He's just good. beat He just beat Shane Van Ness, what, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. he makes the semis here, losing to Carter Young. Young, Young battled Mendez reasonably well. He got some points. He made he got it the first takedown in the first one. Yeah. Then he got um, maybe in the second yeah. one too. He, he may have. So he wrestled Mendez reasonably tough. Uh, but yeah, he's going to be. He'll he'll be a good one. Another good recruit for. It's uh, Northwestern. It was funny. I was on the Oklahoma State message board this weekend, and I I swear Ferraris put some life back into that thing. Oh yeah, because it was pretty. It was usually pretty dead the past few years, but it was ho- kind of hopping. And they were talking about results from this weekend, and they're like, "How the heck did we not get Carter Young?" Yeah, um, especially after seeing him kind of piece up Whitcraft. Uh, but you know, maybe Oklahoma City has a lot of dudes at those lightweights, and it's like yeah, Jason Burks also. Yeah, I'm gonna go somewhere where I can get in the lineup, and obviously Northwestern is a fantastic school well, and think about that room dayton has three years left correct yeah. yes so he's i mean it's not like mastro four mastro four so there yeah. it is case and burke's four and well like i don't know if jake Kaysen's gonna be a factor well he might not i, be, I think but it's, it's just be... another guy and then i feel like well, carter well, maybe you... could go into 41. why do you think that i just i don't know you never see a starting lineup is that what you're saying yeah exactly that's what i'm which is I, fair obviously yeah i I'm not sold on I'm not sold on Jacason at this point. That's Six and two uh last year. He went one and two this weekend, got tech twice. Um yeah, he who beat, was 
Ezekiel Hewlett got tech 10 by Shriver and lost 11-0 to Brady Hankin. So I'm not Who's Brady I'm, Hankin. I don't know him. He's he's from Colorado Springs area. He trains with okay. Joe Betterman's club. Oh nice. He, he's pretty good, but he's not, not quite ranked. Uh, yeah, he's, <laughs> listen, he's he he probably knows some of the places I used to hang out yeah. around. Wits end. Hey, who's Hunter? Who's Hunter Adrian? Yeah, why is that? I feel like I've read that name a lot. He, play, recently. he placed at fifty-seven, but I I, you, I went back. I scrolled back there. Right. I don't know who this dude is, but yeah, he beat Ibarra. He beat Max Shore. Lost to Shelton Seymour. Beat Zeke Esclair, and then lost to Ramos. And certain, uh, but a certain match was really competitive. He's a freshman at Brown. Yeah, he's okay. from Massachusetts. Interesting. But hey, speaking of Carter Young, um, that think about that room he's going into at Northwestern. Joel Vandeveer's coming in there as well. Um, yeah. You got Chris Cannon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's a tough core. There. Uh, Frankie Talshahar had a decent weekend. He's in there also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's a good room. Yeah, it's a t- uh, it's a tough room. And how? What's the eligibility situation with those guys? Obviously, Vandeveer will be a true freshman. Yep. Um, as will Carter Young. Um, Cannon just finished his redshirt freshman year, right? Which didn't count. So he's got, he got four. Cannon's got four. Yeah, they're gonna have to. Taljahar's got four. Yeah. I think uh, Vandeveer's big. I see him as like a forty-nine up to a 57 type of eventually yeah yeah how, yeah, how much does yaya have left looks like two two left for yaya i think he's 49. so they're gonna have to do some out. red shirting and some growing and some shrinking to, to get them all but i think they'll be able to do it yeah uh, and yeah it's a good get for them to get cardio because carter well, what's the long-term plan for 41 for oklahoma state uh they at real woods oh if they get <laughs> No, I mean, well, yeah, I seriously. Think, I think heard he's going to Penn State. What? Oh, listen, I don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe he's not. I'm not sure. What the heck? <laughs> that would be interesting. I don't know, so if he but goes. Uh, Oklahoma State just has to have someone grow because they got like six guys from 25 and 33. Just give them a call, call by ball job. Eight pounds were money. I don't. Well, I don't know who. I don't see Dayton ever going up to 41. Do you? Well, I'm okay. So we got, we listen. Mastro, uh, Jacason, um, no. Reese Whitcraft, Derek Dayton Fix. Did we list someone else? Yeah, but those guys. Um, Cowboy Bolt job them, Christian. It's only eight pounds. I mean, Derek White added 47 pounds. You can't eight, add eight pounds to somebody. It's not the bulking. It's the. Um, I, I just don't. I don't see Jacason or Reese as like. All American national title contending guys like the standard that Oklahoma Got State it. has. Okay. That's just Fair it. Enough. And Carter Young fits that bill, in my opinion. What so, about Vuinovich? Can he yes. get down there? He just looked at he's probably not. No. Kind of a heavy Chevy. He's heavy Chevy. Oh man. I think forty nine is the lowest he mm-hmm. could go. And he might be the answer next year. I did, actually just did their lineup look. Um I don't know. Do you trust it seems like no one trusts G for a whole season no way. at 49, so it could be Voinovich right away. Um, I think they're probably going to look for a freshman right away, whether it's Voinovich or Teague Travis or younger Mastro. I don't know. I think 41 would be a stretch for Voinovich, but but I, I do know they're considering 65 kilos, which is not all that far off. Um, I wonder if they see how that goes. Kilos. Oh, because he's, he's now um... – what country is he going Serbian. Yeah. Serbian. Yes, he's Serbian. Him, Micic, Sabalov, BFFs. But uh, <laughs> I think, I, so I, I mean, I don't know. I, 
when you know when I talk with them, they're kind of like on the fence, sixty-five or seventy kilos for this summer. And if they give sixty-five a try and it's it feels good, who knows? But I'd be really surprised to see them all the way down to forty-one. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a long. Okay. That's too. a long time to hold that. Um. Hey, so sixty-one wrestlebacks to circle back. Uh, this was the weight class where there were so many forfeits. Vasquez forfeited, Klebo forfeited, and Atlantis forfeited. Boom. So actually, that's a, that's like an Arizona thing because I think all those guys reside in Arizona currently. No one from Arizona is making weight this weight class for day two. That's it. They said enough's enough. Yes. Yeah, that's sort of disappointing. Okay. Do we want to go up to sixty-five? Yes, we Bo do. Bo Bartlett makes a team here. I was uh, I was surprised how competitive Chance Lamer was with him, which I don't know if it's a credit. He's good. I, I mean, Chance Lamer, I think is just really good, um, but. I figure someone of Bartlett's experience level and a year in a college room would would separate himself a little more than he did. Uh, so, I mean, Lamer had the last match won. I don't know if we can pull up that match, too. Yeah, it was pretty much over. I, and he just went and got it right at the end. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to Tyler here in just a second. Um, but I thought he had it, and then... He didn't have it. All right, it's right there in the dock, uh, Tyler, under the Andonian link, and you just can kind of scroll to the end of the match. But um, but Lamer going to be going to Michigan. He's really, really good. Like him a lot. Uh, any other thoughts at sixty-five? Uh, that super deep bracket. Um, I don't like. I'm I'm scrolling through the round of thirty-two right now, and round of sixty-four. There were some really good matches. Uh, Josh Edmonds survived one of the round of sixty-four. Uh, that was competitive with a guy named Lee Schrader, who I did, don't really know all that well. Um, Cardenas, Teak Travis. I, I don't really know that Teak Travis is the answer um, to your guys' point because Cardenas beat him fairly soundly in that round. Uh, Michael Burnett, Matt Bianchi was a good match. Uh, man, so so many fun matches in that round. Yeah, um, I w- I'm surprised Lamer beat Edmund. Yeah. I would have I would have picked Edmund to win that one. Which I think Lamer's good. Is he going to Michigan? Is that the one's going to Michigan? Yeah, I know there's yeah. a lot of Lamer kids. So yeah. many Lamers, uh, but <laughs> there really are though. I think there's like six of them. Legit. I think there are four. His his there's older a few two at brothers. Cal Poly, yeah. yeah, his older two brothers are at Cal Poly, and then he's got a younger yeah. brother coming through. He beat Ryan Jack as well, who I think we all like uh, reasonably. Yeah. So he beat Ryan Jack and Josh Edmond and battled against Bo Bartlett. Yeah. I truth. was kind of surprised by Sa- Saunders. Is uh, I don't want to. He's had up and down results, but he's kind of regressing a, a little bit, you know, because he, he lost to Caleb Larkin, uh, Eric Larkin's kid, and then he lost to that. This is the this is the guy I was talking about, Teague J- Tegan Jamison from Texas Pride. He's good. He's he's a senior in high school. I looked him up. He's really tough. He's going to Minnesota too. My God, is he? Yeah. So he's Minnesota going, yeah. loves so he beat, Texas Pride. Yeah, he beat uh, Burn Michael Michael Burnett, CJ Composto, Josh Saunders. He lost to Josh Edmond four two, and then Caleb beat Caleb Larkin for fifth place. I mean, he's he's tough. All right, so we've got the end of the uh, Bartlett match here. Last sixteen seconds is a two one lead for Lamer. I guess all yes. ones for for both guys. Yeah. So a one for Bartlett will win it. Oh, you can go down thirty seconds. You can go to like the last. Like ten or ten, so. yeah, yeah. This goes all the way down to the end. Yes, yeah, fine. So, okay, you know, Lamer's holding center and Bartlett's trying to make it happen. And Lamer was leading in the second period of the other of the first match. 
gave up uh, 11 points and lost 11 to 3. And here's the Stay end. down on the mat. When he sprawled right there. Oh, you see his wizard just a little harder. If you wizard just a little harder, he can't get back to the ankle and you win. There's only three seconds left. Yep. Hmm, man. Man, that's that's that weird grounding thing where they you never know how they're gonna call it. Of course we yeah. are, we are a team give points on the edge. Uh We're not, team stop the grounding rule because it's dumb. It is dumb. Lauren Burroughs is gonna like have a change. Is she on our org. team? She's gonna start a change.org She's petition. She's on our here. team. I yeah. wanna get rid of the freaking slip. Uh, oh, slip is Garbage. It stinks. Terrible. The terrible. slip is so dumb. Golly. And it doesn't encourage any offense. No, I'll, I, it encourages bailouts. It does. They're saying these throws are too big to fail. Well, you know what? I think. Thanks. Yeah, I hate I hate fail. the slip, and I hate the grounded rule. And I think these little rule changes could could. Uh, would be awesome and and make things a lot more. I mean, try, try to explain a new fan the grounded rule. That's that's tough. That's hard. It's um, so dumb. It's so and especially dumb. if you, you have to explain, explain it. To one, just to explain the interpretation, and then to attempt to explain the logic behind it. That's where I think it gets really tough. Like why? I don't even know what the what is the logic behind it. I don't even. Know. I don't know it. I, that's why there it's hard to explain. Correct. I don't know the logic. I but think they don't want guys I mean, there to. There can't be any, right? I think ideally they don't want guys like snap down to their knees and then someone gets a front headlock and just shoves them and they slide straight back out of bounds. It's hard but, to shove someone from a front headlock backwards. I think it'd be really, really hard. hard. I think that would not be an easy thing to do. I say let's see that play itself out before. I'm sure there was. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm sure there's a reason for it that we would have said, well, this is stupid that they came up with and. And they just kind of—it's a rule that just kind of remained in it's there. It's stupid. Please take yeah. it out as soon as possible. Okay. Um, okay. Sixty-five. We're, there's no way we're even getting through all the weight classes. This is too much fun. There's too many good matches yes. in here. You do love juniors. Wow. Holy. Cow. I love it. Well, because it's like—I mean, it is it really. Life. It's uh—it's this tournament where you see like how kids are developing, right? How they were in high school. Now they've been either a year in their college program or, or potentially two if they're you know younger for their age, and then you're getting to see these high school kids go up against them, um, and you, you know you probably haven't seen some of these matchups in a year or two because you know the one kid's in high school still, the other kid's in college, and it, it really is a very good insight as to what type of progress people are making uh, and how good they're going to do. I mean, generally, if people do well at this tournament, they're going to do well the next year in college. I agree. So. At 70, we had Ed Scott and Bryce Andonian make the finals, which those two are just wrestling all the time these days. Uh, all the friends time. Are enemies. Best friends are mortal enemies, one or the other. But Andonian just continues to be appointment viewing, and he is just – He's great. He's great. Um, and the, the neat part is he, he sometimes gives up points so that he gets to score more points. Uh, oh, but this bomb he hits gracious. on – he hit two of them in this match. He hit one here, and then he hits the one for the eventual pin. I mean, you want to talk about a fearless wrestler. Bryce Bryce Andonian fits that bill. He gives no Fs. None. <laughs> None. Hey, his match against <laughs> his future teammate, um, yeah. Caleb Henson, was, was awesome. And among his more oh, yeah. competitive Henson's matches. Henson's good. Henson's really good. He was scoring yeah, a, a couple different tough. ways. Only a junior in high school, too. Yep. So they're going to be... Uh, be some good battles there, but this this bomb he hits, the second one he hits for the for the pin is 
utterly violent. Uh, and Ed Scott continues to wrestle well. He just can't solve the, the Bryce Andonian puzzle just yet. Um, here if we I go. I stopped tying up with him. It's probably a good Well, start. that's the thing. Boom. That's just... Uh, Ed Scott will go upper body with anyone. Yeah, he doesn't pretty good well, there, I know, so I but he's he just guy, he needs to stop going upper body with Bryce Andonian. It doesn't turn out well. I agree. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's good. due. He's due. He's due. Hey, hey so we're talking about – I keep bringing up this thing of like early good matches, you know. How about this? Round of uh, round of 128 was uh, Joey Bianchi and Kale Swenson. And Kale Swenson is ranked like top five in the country. And then Joey Bianchi ended up taking fifth place. I mean, that's like how good this tournament is. It's crazy. Yeah, 9-4 win for Bianchi in that one. Um, Bianchi's your guy, right? Uh, he, he, well, he wrestled with Max. He's at a little rock now. Um, hey, how about your guy Kevon Davenport? He's kind of, he's kind of struggling. What, do you, what, do you, what What's your update on him? I don't know. <laughs> I don't have an update. I don't know. He's uh, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going on there. Still yeah, like sure. him, but we'll we'll see. Maybe some guys just need a little more, a little more time. He's in a he's in a good spot to get better at Nebraska. So, huh? Hey, uh, I also started. I watched uh, Anthony Ferrari. Is what grade is he in? He's a junior. Junior high school. His his match with Chumbly, and then I watched his match with Ed Scott, which he was winning the majority of the Ed Scott match, and I believe yeah, Ed Scott was. got on top and got a, a gut wrench and turned him a whole bunch of times or something, and that was how he ended up winning the match. But he's good. He's he's really tough, um, and that was that was a fun match. Yeah, Ferrari had a had a solid showing considering he was at he wrestled at Cadets just the. Week before, right? That was his little brother. Oh, really? No, that, that was a different, that was a yeah. different Ferrari. Yeah, Ferrari overloads. We got a Ferrari in every age division right now. <laughs> yeah. That's great. I so wish, man, I wish we could have seen. But no, AJ should be in this. AJ yeah, should be right. in this one, right? You're right. Double right? dang. I wish we had because then we could have seen Braxton versus AJ. Yeah. Those two are just not allowed I mean, to was, wrestle each other. Yeah. I was going to complain about uh, 92 and 97 are just. They're not very good. They should really combine those two weight classes. I mean, we have two, two good representatives, Rocky Elam and Braxton Amos. But even if you go to the second place finisher, um, it's quite quite the step down from those guys. Yeah, Christian Carroll at ninety seven is really good, but he's a sophomore in high school, right? I mean, it's yeah, freaking sophomore in high school, mm -hmm. sort of sophomore. Like that's the grade he's in, but isn't he? He's got to be old for his grade, right? He's got to be old. He yeah, might be there's no way bit. to be eligible. He might be a little bit, but a lot of. A lot of guys are old for their grade. Admit it. He drove the bus to school. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Um, he's not, if, he, if he's in the juniors, he's driving a bus somewhere. I'll tell you that much. Hey, listen. My dad, he said kids drove the, the school bus when he was a kid. What? what? In Deerfield, what Virginia. Did they get compensated? I don't think so. <laughs> Man. Child, child labor laws? Yeah, the district's running a scam. What? Yeah. Like, why were they driving the bus? But was like, "Hey, you want to try today?" No, I think it was just like, <laughs> oh "Yeah, God. Tracy's the the bus driver." I don't know. I have to get more clarification on that story. My father also <laughs> skipped eighth grade because they just didn't have it. He's from, from seventh grade, <laughs> so I don't I don't understand what's going on in Deerfield, Virginia. But <laughs> look up Deerfield, Virginia, and you'll learn you'll learn a lot about maybe why those things happened. Uh, okay, man, let's talk about. I'm skipping. I don't care. Don't don't well, even yeah, stop. I'll go to Braxton. Braxton oh. almost went unscored in Greco, almost went unscored upon in freestyle. He freestyle. gave up 1-4, and then he tacked him. 
I think it's Braxton Amos versus AJ Ferrari in the NC2A finals at 197. Next pounds. year? Why not? You, are you are you just throwing out your son, Ben the Goat Darmstadt? Well, who knows? He's what not your son he, anymore. Uh, he's still my son, but um, and then if if Max Dean goes to Arizona, uh, Penn State, we're talking Aaron Brooks. You're t- taking him over Aaron Brooks too. That is your other son as well. That is one of my other sons, and I would take Aaron oh. Brooks. I would take Aaron Brooks if he went up. I don't think he's going to go up. Ninety-seven is going to be ninety-seven is going to be awesome because then we have Rocky Elam also. I love uh, ninety-seven. So is Max Dean not going to Penn State so anymore? I don't know. Yeah, it's Max Dean. Come on, tell us the dirt, Piles. I don't know the dirt. You tell us the dirt. You're trying to tell us Real Woods is going to Penn State when everything else said he was going to Oklahoma State. He's Max Dean is apparently like there. Where? For, for, what? Penn State. What? <laughs> there. What do you mean? Check his Instagram. Where's he at? He doesn't have one. I don't think he has one. Max Dean doesn't have Instagram? I really don't think so. Jeez Louise. Who knows okay. how he's going to fit or where he's going to go. If he if Max Dean goes 197, I don't think he beats AJ or Braxton yeah. personally. I, I, I would agree. I would agree with that. I mean, Braxton, um, Braxton's a beast. Is this him? <laughs> <Definitely> <laughs> Uh, so, okay, so yeah, I want I just wanted to mention Braxton. I didn't think he looked all that big. I didn't think he looked like, dude, I don't see him making 197 big. I mean, I could be wrong, but um, I think he'll make it. Don't you? Yeah. Yeah. He, okay. he, he can be all good. He's going to be fine. Okay. No, I mean, I, listen, I'm, I'm all on the train that he's going to make it. I'm just saying I brought up J.D. Bergman as a possible – like, will it be difficult for him to the point where maybe eventually he moves up? Hmm. Oh, yeah, eventually I could see it. But for right now, yeah. I like him at, at, nine, at 197 and 97 kilos. I think – what do we think about our junior world team? I feel like it's good. It's not the best we've ever had by, by any stretch. No. But I think we've got quite a few medals coming back. How do you think – Yes. Keegan is going to throw a monkey wrench into some of these foreigners with some of the stuff he does. When he hits these fools with a dang Peterson uh, <laughs> out of nowhere. That's... He listened, the day the day I showed that Peterson, I think he hit it on Julian Ramirez, they were like, that. the whole group was like, and he was he was leading the charge. He's like, that's dog shit. And he was like, <laughs> and I said, listen, listen, here's a, I'll, I'll do it to you guys, and you won't stop it. And I think it's a good move. And now he used it, I think, against Amin in the NCAA, NCAAs. He used it there. So, listen, you're, well, you're welcome. You know, sometimes these kids will bag on your moves, and then you'll see them using it. And, that, you know, that's just how it goes. you got, you got to accept the fact that these high school kids are going to talk a little trash sometimes. It's funny. You know who else did that? Brent Metcalf about uh, the gable. He got showed the really? move. Yeah. He got shown that move. We're talking about where you got the hammer lock and you rip it over, that one? He said, that's garbage. That's no good. It's in, it's in the film. He talks about how the oh, move, that won't, move, that won't work. And then he's like, and you know what I got? He's like, I had 180 pins or whatever he had in high school. And you know, 90% of them were the gable. So <laughs> uh, I guess it's something that really, really good wrestlers do. They, they'll poo-poo a move, but they won't write it off. They'll try it and use it with great effect. And they like it. Um, no, I listen, I think this team's good, but it's also pretty young, right? I mean, Mendez... Well, maybe not. Mendez is young. 57, are we young there or no? I think so. I think he's got a year or two left. Mm-hmm. He's a high schooler, so yeah, you would think. Yeah, maybe not. 
Oh, Keegan, Keegan disagrees. He must be listening live because he said he never said that. He listen, he did say that because I was <laughs> kind of annoyed by it. I was kind of annoyed by the guys that day because they do this sometimes where they're just like, This is stupid. We don't want to do this. And I'm like, listen, listen, guys. I'm not saying everyone has to implement this. I'm saying here's an option that you may or may not like. And if a few of you guys like this option, it, it might be good for you someday. So just try this. And we're not going to work on it four days a week, but if, I'm going to show you one time and then maybe you like it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Shame on you, Keegan. Yeah. Shame. <laughs> uh, okay. Good job, Keegan. Thanks for listening. Good job, Keegan. All right. 79, you know, when uh, when Nostarachi, it was seemed like there was – Wait, uh, hold on. How, okay. how good was the Hamidi Facundo match? That was legit. And then this bracket's so good that Hamidi didn't even place. He didn't even place. Wow. Didn't even place. I would not have expected that. Um, I would and have how good is Derek him. Fields? Really good. Apparently quite good. Tell us, uh, Get us up to speed on um, Derek Fields there. Right. Well, I didn't think Derek Fields was that good, and then he wrestled one of our guys in the round of 16. I reference our guys because I watch all the guys. I watch all their matches. So I, Dang. you know, that's why I bring him up a lot. Um, Derek so, Fields killed my guy Dejan, and I'm like, damn, that was what the heck, Dejan. And then, <laughs> but then he lost to K. DeVos. I'm like, I knew that guy wasn't that good. What the heck did Dejan lose to him? But then he goes to the backside and he and he whoops up on to uh, Chase Saldate, and then he whoops up on AJ Kovacs, and I'm like, holy moly, then this he, kid is good. He pinned Clay Ulrey. Yeah. That's that's that a one. that's a legit dude as well. So his losses were to Facundo and Devos. So you guys yeah, know Derek he's Fields? Good. He's going to NC State. You guys know this guy was third in the state this year in Ohio. What? And it well, was you, no. Uh, we probably lost to. Um, it's yeah. It's, um, who am I thinking it. of? You know, you know, the Patty really Gallagher. good guy, Patty Gallagher, Patty Gallagher, yes. Except he lost to Enrique Munguia. So so. Oh, he's good too. Yeah, this that bracket in Ohio is is one of the deepest. Like or at least top heaviest brackets in all of high school wrestling this year with Gallagher, Mungia, and Derek Fields. So I mean it's crazy. Fields right now is sitting at seventh in the country. He's gonna go higher. Um and third in his state, like legit third in his state. So I think that's yeah. partly I mean, you know, you get good wrestling a meat grinder bracket like that all year long and preparing yeah. for those guys well, in Mungia your is really season. good. M- yes. Mungia's like long and he's got a good leg ride and stuff like that, right? That's the guy I'm thinking of. Yeah, he all he's also like you think about leg rider, you don't think about somebody super powerful, but he's he's powerful too. Um, nice. A lot of good leg attacks. I like Mungia a lot. Where's he going? He's going yeah. to Kent State. Dang, Bracky loves that. <laughs> then Fields going to um, NC State NC seems State? like a total NC State move. Mm-hmm. It's under the radar, oh, dude. No, he's going to go ball out. Yeah, they're the best at it in Raleigh. So. They are good. They're good. Uh, so that's exciting, mm-hmm. Derek Fields. Um, I, I was also really impressed with, I, and I know he lost to Facuna for the Julian Ramirez, and maybe I'm late to the Julian Ramirez party, but I liked how he wrestled Keegan, and then he came back on the backside and he he killed who did he kill? Uh, the well, the NC State guy, then he killed Josh Ongansanya, and then he killed Clayton Ulrey, and then he lost to Facundo. But I was impressed with Julian Ramirez. It's a solid run for Julian. I mean, this is a guy; he's not super under the radar. He, Blair Kitty made Akron finals using who's number one. He's a pretty big recruit. Um, I feel like his his prospects have like, 
you know, sort of undulated throughout his career, but now he's yeah. should be in the lineup this year for for Cornell, and yes. uh, I expect him to be a solid qualifier guy that's going to contend for All American honors. Uh, but yeah, that's, I mean, beating Saldate and Ulri is pretty solid, and Kovacs. Uh, it's a good day. Mm-hmm. Good day at the office for Julian Ramirez. Yes. Yeah, this bracket was so much fun. Very good bracket, and yeah, I, I did not realize that Hamidi did not place. That is um, wild. The other crazy thing that uh, I think it was Facuno's dad posted. He said he wrestled a whole bunch of guys from who's number one. So I, just, I looked it up, and it was uh, so Hamidi was in who's number one. Sonny Santiago was in who's number one. Keegan was in who's number one, and Julian Ramirez. And so was Derek was Derek Fields or no? Was it just those no, four? Just them. That that's crazy. Four guys who are in who's number one in one tournament. Yeah, and to hit them all is sort of insane. Yes. Well, Hamidi wasn't. Wow. But, oh yeah, yeah. Hamidi wasn't Hamidi in wasn't who's number it. one, but he's he's very close. He will be. Oh, he well, wasn't. He would have been. Yeah. Hmm. No, but but he yeah he's he's super thirty two champ, super dominant there, but um, not who's number one. Kind of yeah okay. would have been well, would have been fun to see that match with Gallagher. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, for real. Yeah, that would have been a better match than um the other the other match was too small for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we learned. Um. So we learned. 79 was kind of the DJ Washington show. Um, and it, what what else stood out here for at 79? Uh, Braden Thompson had a really good tournament. He, he's young. I think he's also on the uh, Christian Carroll. He's driving the bus as a sophomore type of thing. Um, Trey Munoz uh, got killed by DJ Washington. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I just looked the result. It was obviously like a, a lace or a gut. Um but besides that, he he had a great tournament. Beat Matt Singleton twice, um, Manny Rojas, and Braden Thompson to take third place. Does Trent also, or does Trey also go by Trent, or is Trey named? I don't know. Trent? Why does it say Trent? I thought it was Trey. I thought it was Trey as well. Yeah, I think. Is it, it a different person? No, it is not. It's okay. the same person. Okay. Got to be the same person. Yeah. So do we? So Trey will be the sixty-five next year. We think for. Oh really? He's going down. Well, I don't know. No, this is one. I guess he's seventy-nine. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We moved on. Yeah. Probably depends on Anthony Valencia too, who said he's back. Oh my gosh, I didn't even realize Donnell. Do you realize what Donnell did? What this Donnell? man, he goes 10-0 Tech Fall eighteen seconds. 10-0 Tech Fall nineteen seconds. 10-0 Tech Fall uh, twenty-six seconds. Yeah. What? Fifty-five. He had one in fifty-five, 55 seconds. In the first round. He was wasting no time. My well, gosh. he had a date or something. Why was he going so fast? He could have been on going, getting ready for a date. I mean, that's, he's cra- in- that's crazy. Isn't so it? Go- going into the best two out of three finals, he had five matches and had not yet wrestled the full length of one match. That's uh, pretty good. Yeah, that's one way to stay fresh. 26, 18, 19, 220. That's Spencer Lee type stuff. Yes, very impressive. Wow, by DJ. Mm-hmm. Donnell, eighty six. I think he's a guy that's like um, I feel like could maybe surprise us at Junior Worlds, where maybe we didn't think he was a guy, and then he just goes on a run and medals, and we kind of you know weren't expecting it. Well, you you never know what the where the foreign countries are going to invest and put their talent, and you would think the non Olympic weights are are going to be deprioritized, and the Olympic weights will be prioritized yeah. in general. That's how it works. So yeah, we could see some guys like at uh, 
I don't think you'll see that at 61, just because 61 is just always going to be a really good weight. But at 79 yeah. and 92 for for Rocky, um, I think we could see some some really strong results there. We'll see about 70. I think 70 is going to be tough, and um, you know, Andonian's going to have his hands full with those guys. I, he could be. I'm curious about. He could bomb some foreigners because they might they might think Americans don't know about Biden. Then Bryce said, "Don't boom." Then they're on their head. Then they then they just you know regret their moves. Yes, you will regret your moves. So yeah, I I th- I could see DJ, and he's a guy where you know the investment he's going to get from Team USA and with the camps, someone with an arc like Washington has, he could get a lot better there as well, and. Um, We've seen some guys like like a Colin Moore really jump levels after making a junior world team, so it could yeah. be something we see with him as well. At, at eighty six, to me, the most interesting result was Hawks beating Chris Foca eight seven. Foca, someone that was a wild match. Did you watch that? Yes, it was wild, very yes. wild. Uh, uh, so he almost got decked. He, he got I thought he was going to get was, well, luckily, Foka didn't slide the assassin up because the assassin was kind of low, so Hawks' shoulder was up on Foka's back, so you know you can't pin someone when the shoulder's up on the back. Uh, but he was there for, uh, what, a minute or something? And sometimes in freestyle, the, the guy has been here long enough. That's a fall. So <laughs> I was thankful yeah. uh, they, did, they didn't do that. But, uh, yeah, Foka's dangerous. Hawks is – I didn't realize how powerful he was. A few times he got underneath Foca and maybe someone else. He just comes up so strong with him. It, it was impressive. Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be really tough for for Missouri next year. What's the? Do we feel better about him getting in the lineup? Um, I don't season? know. I mean, he obviously lost to Kent Kent's back. Um, uh, they got they got kind of a log jam there with Kent, and then because Kent's young, also I think he's only a he's probably got three years left. Rocky's got four years left, and Hawks has got four years left. Could be a portal situation. I know you don't want to hear that, but well, not not, not in Colombia because Colombia they got El Rancho, they got beautiful women, and so <laughs> if you can't make the lineup, boom, you're sticking around. What's El Rancho? Like El Rancho is the late night Mexican place. Like uh, you know, it's where all the drunk kids go up to the bars, but it's yeah. just delicious. So I'll I'll go there for lunch. I'm sure there's uh, I'm sure there's nowhere like that. Elsewhere, <laughs> I bet there's no late Mexican uh, Mexican restaurants open late in other college towns. No, there's, there's only one. Uh, or one only one Mizzou Tiger went in the portal. Who is that? Savion Severado. Oh yeah, he went to Lindenwood. He didn't even wrestle any matches this year. He went to Lindenwood. He uh, the tournament? You mean no? Oh, the school that's where he went. The okay. university. Yeah. Got it. So not much portal power, which is good. Are there, are there any? Speaking of, is there any developments in with portal? No yeah. additions. Uh, any no additions. Elijah Cleary is going to pit. That's right. Mm. So solid, that solid pick over pit. Yes, because they were really really weak at fifty seven. Um, so that's like a borderline instantly qualifier guy. So who's starting at fifty seven for Ohio State then? Calgar. Yeah, I Maybe. think. I mean, him, or does Sammy go up, or? Or Ryan Thomas comes home from Minnesota. Possibly. Yeah, maybe. I did, well, either way, I think the Cleary, not going to be Cleary, obviously. Um, or wasn't going to be Cleary. She could go Sasso, Gallagher, Karchla, Ethan Smith. Ethan Smith. 
But then what about Romero? Does he go up to 84? He's going up. Someone, job. someone is, someone's out of a job. Either what about Rocky? No, you bulk job him. You bulk job him too, and then you got Orndorff at heavyweight. Boom. Problem solved. Yeah, because Singletary's gone. Now Hoffman's, yeah. then Hoffman's out. Or he starts at 97. He's, he's, not, he's not doing very well. Someone yeah, is going to be, okay, of the starters, there's Caleb Romero, there's Rocky Jordan, there's Gavin Hoffman. They cannot all start. There's Ethan Smith. They cannot. Someone's Ethan out. Because he's involved in this shuffle. Ethan well. Smith's the best one this year, so, yeah. He's in. He's in. Ben's starting Ethan Smith, no matter what. Listen, Ethan Smith's starting. Do we, have we talked about our guy, uh, Gas Tank Gary, going to build the dam at Oregon State? Has that been discussed? I thought we mentioned it last week. Very good meme. Him and uh, McNally. Yeah, remember we were talking oh, about the, right. the gift. Yeah. Uh, was, was on fire. Did you get any pleasure out of that visual, Ben? <laughs> A flaming Chris Pendleton. <laughs> Have you ever had uh, visions no, no, of no. that? I, I, like, I like Chris Pendleton. He's a good guy. <laughs> okay. Good. I don't want him to start his hand on fire. Although, you know what? When people catch themselves on fire, that might be funny as long as they put it out before they burn themselves too bad. Right. My daughter, my daughter gets really mad at me because, you know, like, if my kids do something stupid and they hurt themselves, <laughs> and, like, you know, I see, hey, this isn't going to be, like, a permanent injury. I'm going to go to the yeah. hospital. Yeah, I laugh. I think it's funny. And then they're like, you're not supposed to laugh when we get hurt. I'm like, yeah, you'll be fine in, like, 30 seconds. Like, <laughs> did you see what you just did? Because it was pretty funny. I don't know about laughing, but I am team minimizing all injuries at all times, no matter what, basically. Because uh, so like, Natalie dropped a giant paver thing on her leg, scraped down. First of all, she has a black eye every third week. She is scraped. She looks – I'm glad no one calls CPS. She's just accident prone, and she's just covered in bruises constantly. She dropped a giant paver on her leg the other day while whilst gardening. But yeah, you got to minimize it. Otherwise, uh, you know, they yes. end up they end up being crybabies. I don't know if I'd laugh. No, it's funny. Like just laugh. It's funny. <laughs> What's Ozzy doing? Is he? Is he? Uh, Ozzy. Is he... Ozzy doesn't give a damn about nothing. He's freaking. <laughs> I mean, you know what he did? It. We have this. So we have this thing. We have this big couch, and the kids love taking all the cushions off, and they call it pillow pit. And I was kind of like fighting with him all the pillow. He he must be watching WWE. He did a flying <laughs> headbutt. He like jumped, and I saw him coming. I'm like, oh sh! Because my hands, I was grabbing my daughter, and he headbutted me right in the freaking. I thought I was gonna get split open. It was bad. <laughs> yes, he's wild. He's got to be right yeah. around that age where you get you close on yourself on like tables and counters and stuff, right? Mm, yeah, he's getting close to that. Yep, Man, for sure. That's a, that's a fun age. When do you start getting him competing? Ha ha! <laughs> that's funny. He's got to be. He does right try. Now. He tries to sneak. So now we split. We have so many ninjas, so many little kids at our academy. Uh, we split them into five-year-olds, then six and sevens, then eight and nines. There's three separate classes. He keeps trying to sneak into the five-year-old class. Really. What is he? Oh, yeah, he'll just run in there. Is he two or three? He's three. Okay, snap. I'll let, I'll let him run a few laps once in a while, and I'll say, hey, beat it, loser. You're only three years old. <laughs> Try being older, <laughs> nerd. <laughs> huh. Oh, my gosh. We got rules here. Yeah, you need to write a parenting book, Ben. Have you ever thought about that? Uh, most people would, would uh, you know, my, I think we have a great time here in my household, but, you know, most people would say, oh, you're a mean guy or something like that. But, you know, they all... They all love it. They love it. Okay. 
Uh, where do, should we go to questions now and, and wrap up? Because we haven't we didn't even talk about seniors. And we that's far. Well, we didn't get. Hold on. Uh, Ninety two. We're we're just trying to skip that weight class because Mizzou wanted. No, <laughs> you heard what I said. Rocky win the win the weight. I just said we can come back. We didn't yeah. even talk about seniors. We could put a bow on juniors well, and do questions. Can I can I talk about some guy who's not a Mizzou guy, Christian? Yes, that's, I'm, that I'm is actually happy, allowed. I'm very happy with. Yeah. Okay, my man. I uh Isaac Trumbull. Yeah. He wrestled all the damn divisions. <laughs> Greco and freestyle both ages. So he actually he actually forfeited to Rock Elam because he was wrestling a seniors match. Really? Yes. I wonder what happened there. Dang it. I, I mean I think that's I'm pretty sure that's what happened because he was wrestling at the same time as as the semifinals. He did not wrestle the semifinals against Rocky Elam and, and then forfeited out after that. Um, but he took, let me see, I'll, I'll look up the seniors bracket. So in the seniors bracket at 92, he took, DMP he here? Oh, DMP. Did he go Greco? He, he probably should have wrestled. Yeah, he did Greco. I'm not You're in senior men's freestyle. Uh, okay. So he did three divisions. So he oh did. Oh gosh. What, what is, why did they, have, why did they let him do that? He did 97 Greco, I think. Yeah, that's what he did. 97 Greco. What? He did three divisions. Trumbull did three divisions. I don't. What are you talking about? Are you sure? Look it. Just Google his name. Yes. Look on my screen. Hold on. I, I'll screenshot you guys. Just okay. Listen. Go to Flow Arena. There's a search feature. Type in Trumbull. He's in three yeah. different divisions. All right. He is, but I cannot find him. Yeah, so it must have been Gre oh, it bracket. was Greco Juniors. It was Juniors Greco, and then Senior Senior Freestyle and Junior Freestyle. That's what it was. Why Why did he do that? <laughs> that's really that's just a strange thing to do. So and also he was ninety seven for for seniors, not um, not ninety two. Okay. He placed. He was at. He 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 was lost at Rotor in the semis. Yeah, he ended up fifth in seniors. Okay, I see now. I was looking at yeah. 92 in the senior bracket. Yeah. No. So he ended yeah, three he wrestled three divisions. How about Isaac Trumbull? Three divisions. That, that's, a, that's a man's man right there. He, <laughs> he lost to Nate Roeder. Roeder, hey, Roeder Roeder's took out back. the two seed. He took out the two seed in the first round. Some of That these, was Eric Hinkley. Some of these seeds. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold, stop. I'm serious. Eric Hinkley. <laughs> What? What? <laughs> he was the two seed. Wait, what just happened? Eric Hinkley is what? the two seed. Why was Eric Hinkley the two seed? Why wasn't he the two seed? Why wasn't he the In one seed is my question. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> someone for God's sake tell me why uh, Eric Hinkley was the two. Listen, I'm not like Christian. I'm not a bully. If these old men want wrestling tournaments, I'm cool with them taking an ass whooping. <laughs> but who decided to give him the two seed? Uh, Man. I I think Rotor was the two seed, but they just put him in the other spot, so it just automatically so, made. No, I don't know. it says two for Hinkley. It says number two seed. Christian, Christian, did you do this? He was the two seed. I would never seed him two. This is um, just one of life's great <laughs> mysteries. Yeah, I I need. <laughs> I mean, so our our guy. I thought he, Eric Hinkley. I didn't think he won any matches. How did he get the two seed? He doesn't. Uh, yeah, he was. He <laughs> lost ten zero and twelve zero, in a combined two minutes and ten seconds. 
Come on, Eric. Eric said something was wrong. LOL. In the Facebook chat. Oh. Eric, what Walt was wrong? Eric Eric's in our Facebook chat. Yes. He's always in there. He's a man. Eric, what did you think when you Eric, got the two seed? That's, how that's did wild. you get the two seed? Yeah, how did you get the two? Right, um, he should have been the one. Yeah, yeah. Oh should gosh. you have been the one? And how different would your tournament have been had you been the one? But like, I remember looking through these Saturday morning. Uh, Lucas Davison, 197-pounder, was seated six spots ahead of Anthony Cassiope. Right. That didn't make any sense. Right. Well, Cassiope's a good freestyler, too. He's got too. a world medal. Yeah. Cassiope is. Oh, yeah. It could be the world medal. People forget. They, we throw that out. Throwing out a world medal? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, when you have a 197-pounder no. moving up to 125. Well, Kyle Snyder did that. I think... Seated I ahead think of he Derek White. At 97 kg, didn't he? He did it at a bigish weight. Let's look. Bigish weight, yeah. Yeah. Don't throw that out, baby. Yeah. All right. Are we going to do questions? Or throw it out. Was it 92? 92. Why in the heck did Lucas Davison skip 97 kg? Like, you were at 197 pounds, which that's roughly, I don't know, it's like 89 kg. Yeah. Uh, and you skip 92, you skip 97, and you go to 125. Like, Lucas, there's other stops you can make on the way up. You don't want to make any other stops. He said, do not pass go, not collect $200. Anthony Cassiope, hey, he's hit? a two-time junior Pan Am champ in both styles. Two-time yeah, double champ? Two-time double champ. Should not have been seated so low. Hey, Lu Lucas Davidson's father played a really good prank on me. You want to hear about it? Yes. Okay, so I think he was just bitter because at NCAs he got caught on this cam. They were doing the cam where the dudes were wearing no masks and they were like showing them, <laughs> which is really stupid. They shouldn't have done that, but whatever. Shame so cam. the first day, I'm drinking my coffee and my man over here, you know, the security guard is like, "You need to put your mask up faster." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm drinking my coffee. Like, come on, I'm trying to watch some freaking wrestling." My the only person next to me is my brother. Like, uh, he already had Corona, and even if I gave it to him, he's just gonna have to deal with that stuff. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Deal and with whatever, it. Max. Take it. Take the Corona. And stop being a little baby. Um. So he's like, "You're on my list," and I'm like, "This." I just almost got kicked off the flight on the way to NCAs. Now this guy's gonna be trouble. I'm like, so I'm so annoyed right now. So then the second session. I'm just sitting there watching wrestling, and this woman comes out to me, and she's like, hey, uh, you need to keep your mask on. I'm like, my mask has literally been on the whole time. I'm not eating or drinking nothing. And she's like, Wait, I saw it down. You're on my list. And I'm like, F, who keeps putting me on these lists? How did I get on all these lists? This is crap. And I'm like, ma'am, my mask has not been down one freaking time. I don't know what you're talking about and why you're putting me on lists. And she keeps it going. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, Ben, you can't get mad, but this is, this is crap. Someone's freaking, I, maybe it's the FBI's got my name on a damn list. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Back to the FBI conspiracy. And then, and then I just hear people laughing. I look over and it's Keith Davidson, Lucas's dad. They had got the woman to come prank me, but I don't know how they knew that the other guy put me on a list. I don't know how they knew that. They didn't put him on a list? No, no, no. He the didn't put other, him. But the guy, the, the guy in the morning said, you're on my list. Yeah. Right? And then the woman at night said the same thing. I don't know how Keith knew to tell the woman to say that because the guy in the morning had already gotten me.
Well, is it possible that he was in on it as well? Long I don't con. think so because I, wa I was actually drinking coffee in the morning and like did have my mask down for a little bit. Didn't think I was bothering nobody. So you're yeah. on the FBI's most. He got, he got me good. He got me. <laughs> Keith got me really good. I was I was getting very frustrated. That's pretty good. Good one, Keith. Uh, I encourage you it to do that good. at any time. That's wonderful. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Question. From wait, wait, wait! You skipped ninety-seven heavyweight. We're Christian. not skipping. We already talked about heavyweight early too. Okay, we did not talk about heavyweight. Wyatt Henderson, freaking wrecking machine, takes out Luke Luffman in forty-eight seconds, nineteen seconds. AWA guy, jeez, Wyatt, I hate you. Thirty-one seconds <laughs> over Connor Doucette to make the finals. He's a freaking wrecking machine. <clears throat> he is. I'm trying to tell you, he, he controls the air. He controls the air. And that's that's a big problem. So he had only wrestled um, a minute and forty eight seconds going into the final against Wyatt Hendrickson. Ooh, it's not too long. I'm sorry, against jo Josh Heinzelman. Right. Yeah. Very impressive. He's really good. Uh, Kyle had a great line about him. Uh, I don't know if you're gonna say it because if you don't, I'm going say to it, say go it, ahead because I don't remember what it was. <laughs> Kyle Kyle in the Slack goes if. Uh, or maybe it was in the group chat. Oh, like, it was in our chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, if, <laughs> if Gable doesn't come back next year, uh -huh. we all know why. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking Hendrickson. Yeah, he he doesn't care that he Gable Tech fought him 18-2 to two at NCAAs. He sees the jumps that Wyatt has made. Yeah. I mean, it took Gable to the third period to Tech him. He took, he took Gable into deep water, so let's just call it what it is. Let's call it what it is. You know what? And no one wants to talk about this match. But it happened, and we're not gonna we're not gonna cover it up just because uh, you know Gable gave up two points, beginning of yes. the end. So yeah, we like Wyatt. Um, he should. I think he's an All American next year. I'll say it. Okay, Ben, can you have a little flex? We're not saying we're not gonna talk about juniors ever again. I'm just wanna I wanna get to some questions. Well, we got, at yeah, let's go. We we got all the way to the now. You know, you wanted to neglect the upper weights. I got I had to keep we, telling us. Do you not remember, I, you not remember I was standing up and demonstrating the the rolling start when yeah. we were talking about heavyweight? We talked about that. Yeah. We we gave them that was the best bit of the show, talking about the, the rolling blackouts and the bailouts and <laughs> that was a good bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too big to fail. All right. Ben, do you ever have a problem with parents taking their kids to get extra workouts right before competition that you didn't know about? Mm, one time that happened. Ooh. This dad told me, this dad told me, um, I, I made a comment like, it was Kid State. I made a comment like, man, he just didn't look like himself or something like that. And the dad, like, sheepishly is like, uh, I kind of took him out of school the last two days and made him drill every move on your DVD for 10 hours. I'm oh like, what? What? <laughs> him and his brother were drilling for 10 hours. I'm just like, oh, God. Oh, Jesus. What is going on? Basically, but that's the only time I know of. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Not awesome, but awesome. It's, man, that's, that's – yeah, 10 hours of drill – like why don't people just yeah it's it's hard to trust the coaches like i get yeah that's i'm like there you go that is funny right that is funny um yeah. hawkeye 285 is andy smithing andy smith replacing joy silva as the new legend 
Oh, oh there's yeah, a, he is. There's two more. There's allowed to be more than one legend. And yes, Andy Smith. He was uh, what? He got third at seniors. You can't take that away I'm from to him. Figure it out. Was he at '97? Which I don't know some why he didn't go. Some of those seniors are pretty sorry, guys. Why did he not go juniors though? <laughs> yeah, he could have went juniors. He would He's, definitely be young. Wait, did he go? He wants to be He's challenged. I thought he went '97. He was definitely in there. I, I saw him for sure. Oh, he, he's in there as Chris. That's what they're doing. He, he's, do, he's doing what I recommend. Wait, why That's he, what you said. Yeah, he's entering under different names <laughs> so that people don't know it's him. Because he's been so well scouted through the years of dominance that everyone's trying oh to figure gosh. out Oh, my gosh. You guys know who White Hendricks lost to at Folk Style Nationals 2018? No. Oh. Oh. AJ Ferrari. Uh-oh. <clears throat> Greatness. Greatness. Um. Okay. Yeah, he beat Trumbull 10-3. And Jake Boyd. <laughs> Who, Chris Smith? He might be a little too old for juniors. He did like a... No, he's a, a true freshman. He did, but he did like a... Uh, gray shirt. Gray shirt, red shirt, I'm pretty sure, then start. Hmm, you guys cheating, Piles. Ain't no cheating. Uh, so yeah, good, good job, Andy Smith. Very good stuff. For the Hokies, no, I he just, just did. He just did the gray shirt. This will probably be the last question year. for for it. Um, when are you guys going to hold Ben accountable for creating the tie for the Hodge Trophy? If he would have split his two first place votes, there wouldn't have been a tie. Ben, they probably would have figured out how to figure a way to create one. Also, <laughs> um, wow, I'm look, I'm going deep dive on Wyatt Hendrickson. You know who else he lost to? Matt Cover. And you guys couldn't even tell me who Matt Cover is. And I Matt literally Cover told you immediately who he was. No, you didn't know. You didn't know, Kyle. I, I mean, I did. Matt Cover, what kind of name is that? That's like the greatest wrestling name ever. He's the Matt Cover. <laughs> He's, He's the cover the... of the Matt. <laughs> I think it might be pronounced Cover as well. No. Listen, I know how to spell cover, and that's how you spell it. <laughs> Are you saying Ben can't spell cover right now? <laughs> I'm saying he can spell it. Oh, boy. Pronounce it. As we know, Ben's not the best with names. I Was think you called. He... Oh, yeah, Schrader. Uh, well, I think it's Leif Schroeder, the guy that beat, uh, or the guy that almost beat Edmund. You called him Lee earlier. I think he no, said Leif. He's like uh, he said Leif, Leif on a tree. It's like Leif, though, isn't it? Typically, it's Leif. <laughs> Leif Schrader. No, it's not. Leif, it's not Leif. Leif. Come on. Some people L-E-I-F go Leif. I've never heard that. Are you serious? Oh, well, maybe I made it up. Yet. I think you just made that up. There's a chance I made it up, but I'm pretty sure I've heard people go by Leif. Um, hmm. Maybe not. Uh, <laughs> okay, so some of these questions. We'll, oh, last, last question. From oh, let's do it. The real Avery Lynch, Aaron Rodgers trade talk. Uh-oh. You really want me to rant for 20 I don't minutes? Know, I don't know nothing about this, but let's get Bracky all fired up and then just yeah. cut him off. In the, in the... I mean, the Packers have screwed this up since day one. Day every one. every other team that has a superstar quarterback, they give them every asset possible to try to go win, and the the Packers have never done that. I mean, they won a Super Bowl, but it was in, in spite of them. <laughs> um, but... They, you know, for a while there, after they won the first Super Bowl, they wouldn't invest in the offensive line, and Aaron was running around for his life back there. And then they wouldn't invest in, in defense. I mean, they were giving up 30 points a game. Aaron was just outscoring them. And, you know, now 
their number two wide receiver is an undrafted free agent. That is great because he plays with Aaron freaking Rodgers. And the guy wants you to go all in uh, for him like they're doing in Kansas City, like they're doing in Tampa Bay. Like they're doing with every other team that has an awesome quarterback. The Rams, they went freaking all in when they had Jared freaking Goff as their quarterback. I mean, Go off, what are King. we doing here? Why are we in such a hurry to usher out Aaron Rodgers? He's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and we're worried about finding a replacement for him when he's not slowing down. He just won an MVP at almost 40. What the heck is going on? Brian Gutekunst, you idiot. Oh, you big dumb snap. idiot. What are we doing? What are we doing? It's unbelievable. All right, that's a great, it's, great point to end the show on, Kyle. It's unbelievable. This is great all monologue. on the Packers. I don't blame Aaron for being pissed off. It's unacceptable that they let it get this far. And if <clears throat> if if Aaron Rodgers does not play for the Packers next year, and it is Jordan freaking Love, who they traded up to take in the first round last year, he couldn't even. He wasn't even active for a game last year. He was third string, and now he's only second string because they had to release the backup. Because he couldn't even beat him out. So they're like, oh, we're just going to release this guy so that he has to get backup reps. If Jordan Love is the quarterback next year for the Green Bay Packers, I will lose my shit. (laughs) (laughs) End the show. I will will lose it. It makes me ill. It makes me sick to my stomach. Vomit. Vomit to think about Aaron Rodgers not in a Green Bay Packers helmet next year and that... Idiot Jordan Love. I'm done. He's done. We're done. We'll be back tomorrow. Hopefully Aaron Rodgers is still a Packer. If not, we may not see Bracky again. There he's throwing it. (laughs) Cut it.